Welcome to Beaver Tracks, a damn good podcast, bringing you inside the world of OSU admissions and providing you with a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in Beaver Nation. I'm Heather Wilford, the Senior Assistant Director of Multicultural Recruitment. And I'm Amanda Price, Assistant Director of Resident Recruitment. Thanks for tuning in. Well, fall term is wrapping up here in Beaver Nation, and you know what that means? It's finals week. And so we have brought two very special guests, current students at OSU, to talk about finals week, answer some trivia questions. I want to introduce Shara and Max. Go ahead, take it away, Shara. Introduce yourselves to our wonderful audience. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Shara. I am a third year at Oregon State University studying interior design through the College of Business. I'm originally from Eva Beach, Hawaii, which is on the west side of the island of Oahu, if anyone was interested. Uh, So a little bit of a ways away from home when I'm here in Corvallis, but really enjoying my time here. Yeah, and I'm Max. I am also a third year student here on campus. I am triple majoring in accounting, business information systems, and international business, all also within the College of Business. And I'm originally from University Place, Washington, about an hour south of Seattle. Yikes, triple major. Max, how's that going studying for some finals as a triple major? It's going great. I only have four, which I would say is a little bit more than the usual student, but I just take it in stride. You know, I'm focusing on what I want after college and it's going to get me there. So focusing on the end goal instead of focusing on the now is what's getting me through this tough week. Have you guys found that um, with your finals, are most of them tests? Are you doing mostly projects? Kind of what's it looking like as as a third year student um, with your kind of mix of final projects? I this year have three finals. All of them have also had midterms intermingled throughout the term. So that's been exciting. Uh, But I actually have a midterm or a final exam as well as a final paper due on the same day for one class. So not only will I be studying for the final, I'll also be preparing my paper for submission. Uh, So that's pretty exciting. But for the most part, I've got, I believe, two on Monday, and then one on Friday. So beginning and end of the week. So I've got some time in the middle to kind of space out my studying, which I really enjoy. I've noticed throughout the years that having that kind of break time in the middle, I know some students don't like that because they'd rather just get them all done with right at the beginning of the week and just say adios. But I have been really appreciating that break time in the middle so I don't have to cram for all of them together. Do you, either of you, recall the hardest test you ever took and then maybe even the easiest test you ever took? Yes, the hardest test I ever took was my finance final, uh, actually last year in winter term. I am not a finance type of guy, hence the reason I'm majoring in accounting. And the finance final was like, okay, in like three years, if you have this much of uh, interest rate and like all of these different little things thrown in, what are you going to have now? And I was like, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, dude. So I just like studied as best as I could, took the final. I think I got like a C on it, which was good enough for me, walked out of that class. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. No more finance for me. I'm good. Yeah. Hey, C's get degrees is what I, my mantra during college. Exactly. Cheryl, what about you? Do you remember your hardest test? I'm trying to think my hardest test. I would have to say, I guess it would have to be my, I'm not a big math person. Let's just preface with that. Um, But 
my math 241 final, which actually I never had to take now that I'm purely an interior design student. So that's great. <laughs> but in my first term at OSU, I took math 241 to fulfill my business math requirement because at the time I was a business administration student and I was like, let's knock this out right now. I should have waited because I changed my mind and I didn't have to take it anymore. But I am just not a math person. I struggled with math all throughout high school, but I crammed so hard for that test. And I believe that was one of my, I think I only had two finals in my first term at Oregon State. And so I had tons of time to study for that one. And although I had studied very, very hard for that and I did okay, it was still very difficult. <laughs> I remember relying so much on my calculator and I just remember someone had told me this horror story that they were taking an exam and their graphing calculator died. And I was just like, I don't know what I would do. I would just sit there, cry a little, and then frantically look around, <laughs> see if I could do anything. But yeah, so that's also taught me to always make sure that your calculator is charged before you go into a test. Fully charged. Don't ever want to take any chances. Very smart. Uh, so when I was at OSU, I was in a writing intensive course and the entire term, the professor told us proofread, proofread, review, look at everything that you're doing. And so when we got to the final, the instructions at the top of the page basically said, write your name on the page, put the date. And if you read all the directions, all you have to do is that and take it to the front of the class and you'll pass. But so many people didn't read the first part that they did the test and the test was super hard and people didn't understand. And at a certain point down in the line, it'll be like, no, you need to stop the test. Now you didn't read the instructions. You basically failed. So, you know, I thought that was the most interesting and unique test to get. I had that prank pulled mm -hmm. on me in third grade, actually. Like that's, that's, that's a timeless trick <laughs> that the teachers grade. like to pull. Yeah. It was great. I was in college. Wondering. There you go. Mm -hmm. I, I fell for it. So you should feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Max. I, I had a, been told once in high school that there was a teacher who said, yeah, you know, if you guys study well, you'll get all A's on the test. And it was an entirely multiple choice test and every single answer was A, which of course, you know, when you're taking a multiple choice test, if you see every answer is A when you're doing it right, you're kind of like, there's no way every answer can be A. And that itself just tripped up a bunch of students because they're like, there's no way it can all be A's. And I was like, dang, I have to, I have to keep my ears open for these hints. <laughs> That's the worst. That's so mean. I would just be like, this is not possible. I had a, a professor in college who it was multiple choice, but it would be like the last one option E would say, if none of these are correct, write the correct like form of the statement, you know, the right information. And I always thought it was a trick. So I just would circle that on everyone and just rewrite it the correct way. Cause I was so worried that he was going to trick me. <laughs> so then he, afterwards he was like, you, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, I cannot. <laughs> like, I just can't handle this questions this way. It was, it just threw me off so much, but most, I would say most probably aren't trying to trick you. Uh, probably some of our listeners are like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to have to really pay attention no, um, yeah. when they get to college. No, all, all of all of finals are 
fairly straightforward. One final that I'm actually really looking forward to this term is for my business application development class, where we've learned how to code in Python. And instead of like a multiple choice final or like filling in the blanks, he's actually going to give us a Python file with code in it that we have to run a debugger through and fix 10 things in it and then turn it in. And that's the final. And if you fixed all the things, you're all good. I'm excited for that one. Oh, that's a different type. That's pretty cool. Well, one thing, you know, it's always important for people to remember, be prepared, charge those calculators, but also, well, now it doesn't really matter because everything's online, but always know where your final is going to take place because it's sometimes in college, your final ends up being in a different room than where you're normally meeting for class. And I can remember when my freshman year of college, I told myself, I'm never going to be one of those people that runs to class. You know, you see them running to class. I'm like, I'm just never going to do that. And so I'm like walking to my physics final and I see this kid just like booking it like across campus. And I think I'm nope, never going to do that. And I got to the door and it was like physics final is in this other hall across campus. And that was someone from my class who also didn't check. And so then I had to turn around and then I was running across campus. So almost made it never run into a final, but that's the other thing you got to check for sure. So at least y'all just get to stay online. Don't have to worry about running across campus to, to your final room. One thing that's also changed for our students this year is places where they're napping because napping during finals week, essential to getting through college, always got to take those naps. So we thought it would be fun to test you two and your knowledge of napping places at OSU. So we put a little poll out to our tour ambassadors to see where the most popular places are to nap during finals week on campus. So we're going to see out of the top five, how many you can guess that your peers had answered. So I'll just go ahead and let you guess. Um, you can talk amongst yourself here over Zoom, or you can just shout them out where you think, and we'll see how many of the top five you get. Okay. Well, the MU has to be one of them, if not to the be. top. Are we, are we breaking it down to specific locations within the MU? You know, there were some very specific places listed, but we'll just count the MU as one okay. because that was, you are correct, the top choice. The living room of campus uh, got to be the number one spot for naps. It's one of our tour points. I mean, it's got to be, right? Yeah. I know too many students who have actually been caught sleeping there by other tour ambassadors giving tours. <laughs> I've slept there more times than I can count, honestly. Those couches are just like so comfortable. It's amazing. I feel like there's definitely people who've said the library because I always see people sleeping in the yes. library. Number two. Okay, the library. Is the link one of them? Link is? That was number four. Yes. Good work. The link's a nice one. It's cozy and kind of quiet during yeah. those like class times because there's nobody like running around. Oh, link's great. I'm trying to think where else is Austin Hall one of them because I would totally nap in Austin Hall. Austin Hall was not listed. Nope, it wasn't listed in the top five. College of Business students. So where yeah, are you guys no, I... at? <laughs> yeah, where are y'all just napping? Business. I don't know. Business just like the, the business building has the vibe that you do not nap. You work. I know. I guess so. <laughs> I feel like if somebody had seen me, like someone from my class caught me sleeping somewhere, I would just never live it down. Mm -hmm. Like in, in Austin Hall. <laughs> just be like, yeah. Sarah, I saw you. <laughs> or like if the like professor napping. has is just walking through the building because professors have their offices in that building Tons and they them. just see you napping. You're like, oh, slacker. 
<laughs> I feel like most of them understand though during finals week because dang, there's yeah. a lot going on there. I'm sure the professors are taking naps during finals week too. Wonder where oh. their nap spot is. The fifth place that's listed here is actually kind of surprising to me because it seems like it would be very loud. But maybe some people sleep better with noise all around them and the smell of food, if that's not given. Dining me- hall. <laughs> it's the dining center? I was thinking about that. I was like, no, come on. Wait, which which dining center? Or just like all of them? No, it says Marketplace West Dining Center, which I guess the couches. West. Yeah, because I think, are there couches oh, in McNary? Yeah. Are. They have... They have like little booths I know in Marketplace yeah. West, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them are very like tucked away into like a mm-hmm. corner. I yes. see that now. Okay, I that makes sense. That, that makes sense to me now, I guess. Is a residence hall one of them? You know, that would be an obvious choice, but these are like <laughs> nap locations, not actually living. Okay, living. okay. Nobody, see, nobody should see. be living at these facilities. <laughs> I think the last one is. I think there's a piano in the building. Isn't there? A piano. You can, you can sometimes hear some beautiful music. Oh, is it the women's building? No. No. Is it community. Have... It can't be community hall, right? Because there's too much going on in there. I'd be captivated <laughs> by all the sounds. Um... For listeners, community hall is the home to our music department. So you wouldn't yes. music there. Yes. <laughs> is it Kelly Engineering Center? Good job. Ding ding. What? Kelly has a piano. I yeah, saw they the do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Down wow. at the far end. Yep. Wow. At the far end. I guess I haven't spent too much time in Kelly Engineering. Ooh, maybe I need to check out that nap spot sometime <laughs> when the campus opens back up. You'll be ready to go for sure. Well, y'all did pretty well. I, you know, there were some tricky ones on there. I was also surprised by some of those those top choices. But like we mentioned earlier, there were some very specific listings on this poll. Uh, especially around the MU because there, for listeners who have not been to campus, there are a lot of great spots to hang out at the Memorial Union. So the balcony area was listed. The big chairs down by the dance studios in the basement were listed. And one in particular here, student listed a chair on the third floor of the Memorial Union. That was me. (laughs) It's my favorite spot. Thank you. (laughs) Tell us about this chair. What makes it so good, Max? So, this is like the chair at your grandparents' house that only the grandparents get to sit in, right? It is the most comfiest chair of all time. And it's just the right size so that it cradles you. So it has these headrests that are kind of like the headrests on an airplane seat, but they're like bigger that you can rest your head against. And it's not like you're breaking your neck. It, you just let, sit there and you're wrapped by this cozy 50-year-old chair. And you just rest your head against it and you hear the white noise of people walking by and things like that. And you just zone out and sleep for like two hours. That's not even a joke. I've slept for two hours in that chair. Max, now that you've given away your secret, you're never going to be able to sit in that chair. I know. I'm so upset. (laughs) Whoever's listening, please don't steal my chair. I love that chair. That's the only place I can get like really good sleep in a short amount of time. I am 1,000% stealing your chair, Max. <laughs> no. I can promise you that right now. If we're ever on campus at the same time, we're fighting for the chair. It's such a good chair, man. I've never been able to find a chair like that around campus. It must be like a one-off or something. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely. So I have experienced the MU effect, which I think is where most of us will nap. 
uh, to an extreme degree. I remember it was definitely kind of dead week, which is that week before finals where you're cramming. Um, you have classes that you need to go to, but really it's like study time. And I went to the MU and I sat on the couches and I started nodding off. And when I woke up, it was dark outside. I had missed all my classes. I had not studied. I'd probably slept for five hours. <laughs> so nobody kicked me out, <laughs> but I was there pretty much all day. And you know, when you wake up in a place where you're, this isn't my room, where, where, where am I? <laughs> so I, I've experienced that for Were sure. You in Max's chair? It wasn't Max's chair. Nope. Sorry. I didn't know it existed, but now I know. So if I ever need a break from work, <laughs> Heather knows where to You find. must have been so peaceful. <laughs> Nobody wanted to disturb you. And everyone had their heads down studying for finals. So, you know, no one bugged me. Man, and especially waking up during uh, the beginning of the winter months. So when the sun is setting so early, it is so easy to quickly become confused when you wake up and it's now dark. Because sometimes it feels like it's nine o'clock p.m. but you don't have to worry too much it's just like five maybe still concerning <laughs> or four or three p.m. it's dark pitch black outside yeah well napping is important for sure help your brain focus and study harder well we also polled the students on where the best places to study are which hopefully they're not all napping when they're supposed to be studying or <laughs> miss their study time because they're hardcore napping in the MU like Amanda. So we're going to see, test you all again on best places to study. And I will say this one was much more difficult. There were a lot of options, lots of choices here. A lot of people voted many different things. So um, we'll see if you can get the top five on this and Amanda will drop some hints along the way if you're struggling. I'd be happy to. The MU is not listed. That's where we sleep. That's not where we sleep. Gotcha. This okay. is true. Yeah. Yes. Purely First. a napping spot. Okay, Shara, I think you and I both know the top, right? It has to be the library. The right? library, yeah. Excellent. Library is the number one result. Oh, library so well there. Yep. It's just a great okay. space to study. It's the vibe is just study time all mm -hmm. the time. It's great. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Absolutely. Where else do you think? Probably the link as well. Nice. You both have gone in order every single time. Really? <laughs> you, yeah. It's the link building. What makes the link building so special? <sighs> it's just, I don't know. It's also one of those spots where when you walk in, it's like everyone is working. Like there is work getting done in there. Yeah, like No one goes to the going. link to hang out. Honestly. Yeah, no one, no one goes to the link to just like talk story with their friends and like. <laughs> no one's like, man, I'm that. hungry. You want to grab a bite at the link? <laughs> yeah, no. and I feel like, especially because the link is where a lot of our big classrooms are. A lot of people will be like, oh, maybe I have two classes within the link during the day, so I might as well just like hang out in here, find a nice table to study at, and since there's not a lot of people moving around back and forth in there because it's not like a passing building that you just walk into for fun it's like while classes are in session or test if it's during finals week it's dead quiet in there except for the tippity tappities of people typing on their keyboards <laughs> or little eraser sounds happening while people study it's just the ambiance is great and they have seating everywhere in there 
It's got a really good vibe, I would say. Yeah. For our um, listeners who maybe don't know, besides being a good place to study, what is special about the link building that some people who haven't visited campus or maybe have been on campus, but haven't gone through link don't maybe know about what's so special about some of the, the one of the rooms in there. It's the largest lecture hall on campus. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's very special. It was a collaboration between the engineers and uh, the music program, I believe um, to work with the acoustics in the room. So it's set up 300 60 degrees arena style uh, so there's a bunch of different rows of seats that go backwards and it, it makes for the best acoustics throughout campus like if somebody was talking all the way on the other side of the room you can probably hear them which one not great for gossiping so keep your tea to yourself during those times <laughs> Also, <laughs> if you plan on talking during a lecture, your professor will probably hear you. So not the best place for that. Make sure you're paying attention. But on the flip side, if anybody has questions during the class, the professor can always hear you no matter where you are. So you don't have to worry about screaming across the room because it's so large. I believe it seats up to 600 students, something like that. It's really big. Don't worry, classes are never that big. It's just in case we want to hold like big events and be very extra. That's where we can do that. But that room is also a lot of research went into it. So research has been done to show that when students sit further than 40 feet away from their professor, their engagement in the class just drops. So um, either they're falling asleep or they're playing on their phone, doing something on their laptop, just not paying attention, just drawing some doodles on their paper. And so our engineers and the people that were creating this classroom said, nope, we're cutting that out. Nobody's gonna have that option. So all those seats are within 40 feet of the professor. So you never have to worry about that, which I've really liked um, just because I never feel like I'm a, all the way in the back of the room because the back of the room is like a circle. So, and there's also 360 degree projected slides around the room. I have terrible eyesight. So I love having class in that room because if I can't see the slides on the other side of the room, I can just turn my head and see them a little bit closer to me. So that's always been a big upside for me. I love having class in there. I can hear everything and I can see everything at all times. Nice. Well, the third one on the list of best places to study is a place that Shara was very upset was not on the first list. If you can guess what I'm saying or all of her. Y'all should know this place. Oh, College wait, of Business. Yeah, so oh. it's, it's Austin Hall, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, nice I, job. I swear, it has to be because of the study rooms, right? Mm -hmm. Austin Hall has great study rooms that you can kind of like reserve. And uh, they're just like these great little nooks. They all have a one side that's just like, a glass window just the whole way up so much natural light i'm a sucker for natural light oh. i spent so much time in those rooms honestly those specific like study rooms just eat like seat productivity like i don't know what it is but you get in that room and your brain is firing on all cylinders you're getting that homework done getting that studying done all those projects it's insane that's awesome so i come from the College of Liberal Arts. That's where I graduated. But I don't know why number four is a great study place. So you're going to have to explain to me if this helped you at all with your hint or the number four best place to study, which might be home to the College of Liberal Arts. It's yeah, so it's 
Bexel Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Bexel Why Hall. is really? that a good place? I know. I was shocked too. I'm like, where do you, on the stairs? Where do you sit? I think I, um, that redo, right? Remember when they renovated and now they have that space like on right when you enter. It's kind um, of like a yeah. nook. I think, I think that's why it's now on the list. I'm so old. I haven't been in there since I graduated. So <laughs> <laughs> renovation there's, must have been done. <laughs> yeah, there's like some seating that's pretty cozy. And I mean, also like Bexel Hall is another one of those buildings that's not like getting tons of foot traffic at all times, you know? So I think that's probably why it's kind of tucked away that spot that I think they're talking about is very cozy. I, I have say. heard that a few of my friends who really need to get some studying done will just walk in the building and go up to one of the floors and just sit in one of the lecture halls because they're not holding class whenever they go. So they just sit in the lecture hall and do their homework like this big old room to themselves. So it makes sense. Enough to make it number four on the list. Yeah, apparently. Hello. Okay, so we have one left, number five. Is it Kelly? No? Not Kelly. What if we... I will say this location is probably one of my favorite and definitely newer to me, Um, but it has the most beautiful staircase, in my opinion. Oh, the SEC. Yeah. The Student Experience Center is our SEC. We like our acronyms here at Oregon State. OSU, for short. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) That makes sense, actually, now that I think about it. Because, like, at first, you're like, the SEC is just like it's full of opportunities and ways to get involved, but they do have a really nice little space on the first floor that's right next to the program council that I have spent a couple of times in. Not many, but that makes a lot of sense, actually, now that I think about that. Yeah, totally. Especially that is one of our stops on our in-person tours. And I swear every time I go in there, if I was giving a tour, I would always see people studying. Sometimes I would feel bad because I'm like, I'm about to be very loud. I'm very sorry. <laughs> projecting that tour voice Shara that's why you're one of our great tour ambassadors getting it out there well thank you to Max and Shara for coming on and telling us a little bit about their finals week great to hear all the stories about campus life and um, if you are going to be a future beaver now you know now you know where to go but don't steal Max's chair very important thanks for tuning in we hope to see you next time to learn more about what's going on in beaver nation y'all can we get a go beaves Go Go Beavs! Go Go Beavs!